Number four, success reveals your failures. Oh my God. Listen, when I was hitting for six figures in the tax office, <clears throat> it exposed how dumb I was. <laughs> I'm dead. I'm dead serious about this one. Mm-hmm. I didn't have no plan for success. Yeah. I didn't. You know, because you know what the plan was? Get this money. Get this money. And, and that's it. It's nothing yeah. to say after that. Yeah, and that's how Mary had a little lamb. All I wanted to do was get this bag. Yeah, it'll have you just running through the bag, and because yeah. I had no real plan, I had no contingency. Like I know how to get it, but I can't really keep it. It exposed my hand. This is the Literacy Kings podcast. My name is Corey Paul, rapper, creative, and entrepreneur. Big boy, still thug, jug, hooker, crook. Tried to hide it from a nuke, so they put it in a book. And I'm Jamarcus Traham, a.k.a. Jay with the NBA, investor and teacher. Started at the bottom, now we black entrepreneurs. It look good on us too, it look good. And we can do it again, cause we did it all before, yeah. Slave ship the ownership. Reading is fundamental. What up, what up? This is the Literacy Kings podcast man appreciate y'all coming back for another season baby this is season seven mm. yeah season seven man we're we, back yeah <laughs> uh, we excited man um 10 things to consider before you quit your job if you're listening in the morning and, and you're headed to work and you, you hate it Right now, you're listening to Literacy Kings, trying to learn how to get your bread up so you can tell your boss where he can go and what he can do when he get there. Mm-hmm. You know Take this job and shove it, <laughs> like that song said. <laughs> or, or if you just left, you left the trap, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. and you're headed home, and you're thinking, I'm going to get my bread up. I ain't never coming back to this place again, bro. Mm-hmm. This season might be for you, man. Hey, man. It might be for you. Or you might, you know where you might not hate your job. You know what I'm saying? But you you don't like the fact that you're tied to it. You know, you want to get your side hustle up. You got that entrepreneur spirit in you. Got some ideas that you've been having and you want to get, you know, uh, get off your chest. This season might be for you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you can never go wrong with more information and things that you need to consider. Exactly, exactly. Um, before you quit your job. Exactly. Literally. So, season seven of the Literacy Kings, 10 things to consider before you quit your job. And, um, of course, uh, we're basing it off books. So, um, the information that we'll be talking about uh, will be based off of uh, a book from the Rich Dad series called um, Before You Quit Your Job. <laughs> 10 real life uh, lessons every entrepreneur should know about building a multi-million dollar business. Um, Jay, you you are, you a purple book connoisseur. Man, so come on, purple and black, anything purple and yeah, black. Yeah, that's the Rich it. Dad series, purple purple and black books, man. Um, so uh, this was Jay's pick um, and it's, it's fire. So talk to him, Jay. Um... This is personal for me because um, most of y'all know I'm a teacher, but I'm transitioning out of teaching. And uh, I had this book a long time ago. This book came out in 2005, but I feel like it's time to hit this book simply because um, of COVID and the unemployment rates and all these people hiring and don't nobody want to go to these jobs and it's just a good time to hit this because 
it's things that you need to consider on both sides before you pick which side you really want to be on. Right. And this book does a great job of um, shifting um, the change in philosophy because mm-hmm. that's really what you need to have to switch from one to the other. You have a change in philosophy. Yeah, that's good. That's good. All right. So before we get into the ten lessons, Jay, how you feeling, baby? You can't. We can't move without checking in on you, man. Hey. How you feeling? Well, it's last season was season six Bitcoin. You know what I'm talking about. Uh, I'm uh, feeling good. Bitcoin's back up to fifty-seven thousand. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm feeling great. great. <laughs> <laughs> that's what's um, up. Nah, man, see, uh, season six was cool, man. Um, definitely learned a lot uh, about Bitcoin. Uh, a lot of people um, asking more about crypto. Crypto constantly gaining traction. But, um, you know, we kind of we kind of move with with the culture. Yeah. And everybody's on entrepreneurship. Everybody is on that, you know, quit your job, um, move to entrepreneurship. The only difference is we not cap. Right, exactly. And you know, we're not. This not cap. This is. Yeah. Hey man, I really need to think about this. Or hey man, this is a solid action steps. Right. That we right. can take. Right. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's not just cap. It's not. Let me sell you this course. Right. 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 And, right. And let me hit you with a whole bunch of motivation first to to get your mind in the trance. Right. So I can sell you this thousand dollar course. Yeah. No, we ain't doing none of that. Ain't none of that cap. This yeah. is real life. What you went through. What I went through. What I'm going through and different things with people that's making the transition yeah. from leaving that and trying to leave it permanently. I think this would be a good time to, uh, you know, share a little bit, um, share a little bit about our stories, man. You know, mm-hmm. we, we a lot of times we try to stick to the books, stick to the facts, you know, um, be as unbiased as possible. But I think it's a good time to share our story because coming off of that, you know, it's one thing to talk about it. It's one thing to be about it. Um, and it's no, it's no better way to learn than actually having to get out there, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And do it. So, um, for myself, uh, I started working when I was like 16, the, my the day I turned 16, um, is when I had my first job and I worked pretty much consistently from the time I was 16, uh, all the way up until I was, uh, um, I'm, uh, probably about 30. And even when I was rapping, I still had other jobs, other hustles. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Even when I was rapping up until that point. Um, but in 2017, I believe 2017 was the last time I had a full-time job. That was the last time I held a full-time job. And, and um, as we're speaking right now, um, I'm a full-time creative entrepreneur. You know what I'm saying? That's That's what I do. And so it is as great as people say, and it is as hard as they don't say, you know what I'm saying? Um, mm. If I could do it over, I'd do it 10 more times, but it's, it's important to know um, most of the things you need to know, probably not on Instagram. Mm, my God. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> my God. Nobody get, you're not getting likes for all of that. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, they don't this, give no award for that. You know what I'm talking about? Trophies. So, for, for this season, this is the life that I, I actually the live. The life I chose. The life I chose. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? The life that I live. Um, And it's it's not always easy. It's not, you know, a straight shot. Uh, So, this, this season definitely personal to me. And I know Jay... Um, as well as he shares his story. 
Yeah, um, been working since fourteen. Huh. It was a problem called. It was a program called Houston Works. Okay. It was just crazy. They paid you to learn how to get a job. <laughs> <laughs> so I was fourteen, getting getting to the money, man, and um. I've always worked after that. You know, I worked at Just for Feet. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Shoe mm-hmm. store. It, I think it's exclusive furniture now. <laughs> yeah. And, you, you know, I uh, started trapping out of there. Yeah, yeah, You know yeah. what I'm saying? So I selling shoes out the back. Yeah. Selling J's. Of course. <laughs> of course. Um, so all through high school, I had jobs. Um, at 18, went to the military. Um, Air Force. And thank you for your service, brother. Man, look, man, mm-hmm. traveled all around the world. Um, I set up the tax office that I still have to this day in the military. Mm. Because in um, when I used to have other jobs, I, I think I worked in Target in in between there. And Target, I remember, dropped me down to one day mm, the on miles. the schedule. Yeah, the miles. and I was like. This don't feel good. Right. Like, it got to be a better way than somebody actually controlling um, my hours. Because if you control my hours and I get paid by the hour, you're controlling my money. That's good. Yeah. So, um, I remember saving up for a car, saving up to buy a, a nice vehicle, and my cousin came with the idea of buying a tax franchise. Mm. And if it wasn't for Rich Dad Poor Dad... And him saying, always buy an asset before you buy a liability. Mm. I, it, that line changed my the course of my life because yeah. I literally, I started the tax office and had to catch the bus for two months. Mm, let's go. Because I took my money and I went for broke. Yeah. With the tax office. And it's crazy. I don't even remember the call. That I got after yeah. eventually, <laughs> but I still got the tax office. office. Yeah, that's a testament, right? You see there, what I'm boy. saying? So I went for broke, and I was like 23, and I had so much work history, King, that I had enough credits in Social Security when I was 21. Man, hold up! Because I worked at 14, and because I constantly worked, I had enough credits to retire in Social Security to where I can get a Social Security check. Yeah, at 21. At 21, that's crazy. I had enough credits already. That's crazy. So. I seen both sides, but I saw early on that it's not going to get me where I need to be by just being an employee. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So when I got to the other side of the coin, I hired my first tax season. I had 15 people working for me mm. and I had, to, I, I got to hire, I got to fire. Mm-hmm. I got to manage teams. I got to do that. It gave me a crazy experience to where I'm like, Okay, this is what the other side of the coin could look like, and I could just scale up from there. What was your process? I'm trying to envision you firing somebody. How, how did that go? <laughs> how does that look? I sit down and Jay finna fire me. What's your style? Well, <clears throat> then I realized business is the unfair advantage because the people that I fired were older than me. Mm, yeah. So I had a office manager. I ain't gonna say her name, but yeah. She was in her 40s mm. or 50s, maybe. And I, I started my tax office at 23. Mm. Yeah. And she was in her 40s, and she was my manager, my yeah. office manager. Like, she controlled all the tax preparers. And then I had a street team that was going out, putting out flyers, doing this, marketing, yeah. or whatever. And she was the manager, though. But I had to get rid of her. Mm. 
because she wasn't just doing anything. Right, 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 right. And it was weird sitting on yeah. this side of the table, <laughs> yeah. and she was on the other side. Yeah. And I had to tell her, I have, I gotta let you go. You're not, you're not being productive. They're not. You're not managing them. They're not doing what they need to do. Yeah. So. I know I didn't want to be on that side. Mm, that's real. Yeah. So it so it, it it taught having to do have, having to have that experience actually was a lesson within itself for you too. Correct. Yeah. That's good. That's so good. okay. I, then I also start thinking about my parents. Yeah. Because my mom was on the other side. Yeah. Yeah. Then I yeah. start thinking about my auntie. Then I start thinking about my sister. Then I start thinking about everybody else that's on that other side. Yeah. That's good. That's good. So it's like. There gotta be a way, and somebody gotta crack the barrier mm-hmm. to where you gotta be more on this side because this side has more control. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. So fast forward to today, when it comes to your perspective on you know the entrepreneurial um, role or the the entrepreneur versus the employee, um, do you still have, feel the exact same way you felt at twenty three? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I went into teaching because of a change in the industry. Mm. The uh, when I first started my tax business, it was wide open. You can do rapid refunds. You can do. It was wide open. It was the wild wild west. Yeah. And I was yeah. getting money. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and um, that changed. So you can't do rapids no more. Mm. When you say rapids. Meaning you can't get your refund in 24 hours. Mm. It used to be where you could, I could do your taxes on Thursday and you can come Friday at noon and pick up your tax refund. Lying around the corner like you come dropping J's. Come on, man. Like a screw tape coming out. <laughs> yeah. And you could charge astronomical fees. Because it's 24 that hours. Return is Turn ret- around. Yeah. So I was ooh-whopping over the head. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So tax industry changed. Two years later, they changed it. They outlawed rapid refunds. Mm. Now it's like, now they front you the money. Now they do refund advance loans. Mm. Basically, they front you the money and say, uh, we'll give you a loan for your money. Mm. Okay. That was an industry change. Yeah. So that f- t- t- took out a lot of the fees because it's like, you're not really giving me nothing. And then it, it wasn't 24 hours no more. Mm, yeah, yeah. So the, you know the price don't go so down. the price gotta go down, yeah. which means the income go down. Yeah. Your budget go down. Yeah. Boom. Yeah. yeah. And then healthcare was the second thing that forced me into like, ah, I gotta do something different. Cause mm, uh yeah, we're gonna talk about that too this year. When Obamacare came and things like that, that self employment insurance is high. High, high. Yeah. So I was like and then I was transitioning out of the military so I didn't have their uh, Tricare insurance anymore mm. so it's like man I gotta find something to do that has benefits mm. so I took a teacher's aid job mm. just for the benefits for the benefits yeah and then it don't it ain't it don't require me to do too much work get off and I can go I literally would get off from teaching being a teacher's aide and go to my office mm. so on one end I had a uh, what you would call a low level uh employee job mm-hmm. and then get off and go be the boss at your tax office right, and still right, have right. other people working for me. Right, 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 right. right. Yeah. And I did that because I didn't want to fire anybody. Right, right, right. Because I knew my business would slow down if I got rid of my employees. Mm-hmm. Of course, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And That's that cool. I was learning then, yeah, your business is not a business without employees. Yeah, it, 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 it's, you just 
you have a job. You, yeah, own, you a own a job. The job now. Yeah, we're gonna talk about that. That's a big difference. So, um, just transitioning that, and then I was like, you know what? If I'm gonna be here eight hours a day, I might as well maximize the income that I have here. So boom, that's when I became teacher. I see. And I still have I the office on the side. So yeah, that's I how see. I went. Okay, so dope. All right, let's go ahead and get into the the ten things to consider. So mm-hmm. what we're gonna do is we're gonna share. The 10 things to consider uh, one by one. And after each one, um, we'll talk a little bit about it. A little, Maybe a little bit about a chapter or some of the things that um, you can look out for. Some of the things that we learn. And I, what I want to say is this book. Why this book, right? It's a lot of books about entrepreneurial, you know, um, um, endeavors, you know. Mm-hmm. But th- this book specifically is talking about how to build a business as an entrepreneur. Entrepreneur. This book isn't uh, focused on just um, hear a bunch of cool stories about past entrepreneurs. Um, here's some motivation. Here's some encouragement. Here's some things that's going to turn you up. Here are 20 new trends in 2021 right. about being an entrepreneur. <laughs> it's not necessarily talking about it's not about an the, article it's not an article <laughs> it's talking about the foundation mm-hmm. of building a business as a entrepreneur so you're not one of the 90 something percent of businesses that fail mm-hmm. new businesses that fail within 10 years mm-hmm. so i want to say this off top this, this, i'm gonna say this. when it comes to having a business it's different from owning a job Owning a job is when you work for yourself and when you stop, the money stop. Owning a business is when you have a system and employees in place where if you're gone for a month, your business continues to go and even continues to grow. Yeah, it might be better without you. Might be better without <laughs> you. It should, it should be, right? If you got the right people in right? place. Yeah. So like... I did not know that back in the day. And I feel like it's a lot of people that a, still don't know that. It's a lot of people. And yeah. here's the here's the other thing. Last thing I'm gonna say, and then we're gonna get into it. When you don't know that, this is so important. This season is so important because when you don't know that, you'll spend time, money, blood, sweat, and tears and years building something. And even if it works, Jay, it works, but it got you working. 12 hour days to keep it going mm-hmm. and it's tied to you so now you're a slave to your business and you can't scale it it can't grow it can't do anything and you put all this time into it and it knock a lot of entrepreneurs off or if you don't understand or you burn out so fast before you even get a chance to really get going you know so mm-hmm. that's the the difference maker in this book it's like you got a dope idea you know, you got the heart to be an entrepreneur, all this stuff. Okay, now this is how you want to go about building the business mindset and systems and employees on how to do it successfully. Yeah, he definitely does a good job of explaining the difference. Um, you definitely will work harder if you don't build a system that can run without you. One hundred percent. Yeah, you're gonna. It's you're. You might get to the point where you hate it. Right. Right. Because it's like now it's controlling you, and self-employment is worse than a job. 
Yeah. When it comes to control over right. time, because you literally saying, well, this is how I eat now. It's not like a job where you can clock in and you know I get off at a certain time. Mm-hmm. Self-employment is this is how I eat, so I gotta keep going, right? Because right. I don't know when it's gonna slow up, right? Right. So right, I gotta right. get it while it's getting this good, good, like exactly. hustle man. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Dope. All right, let's get into it. Number one, a successful business is created before there is a business. My, my, my. Why ain't nobody tell me this at first? A successful business is created before there is a business. How much thinking did you do before you went into business? Because uh, yeah. that's what this chapter is, man. It's like, did you, how far along did you think out? Right. Did you think it out? Right. Because if it's not far at all, the chances are you're not going to make it because mm. you didn't think out far enough. You just, which I commend you, you got an idea and you took action on it. But sometimes you can realize a business is not viable before you start. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If you get at your feelings, if you're not emotional with it and you just say, can I do this long term and can I scale? Right, right. Can I right. scale it up? Can I grow it? Because a lot of times if you look at it, the answer is probably no. Yeah. yeah. Before you start. Yeah. And you're gonna save yourself a lot of money and a lot of time, a lot of energy. Right, 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 right. See, hindsight is 2020. So now when I look at stuff, I realize, yeah, I don't even take on stuff. Cause people be like, Jay man, you, you ever think about starting this up or you wanna partner with me on this? You wanna mm-hmm. partner with me on and a lot of stuff I can all by all know now and be like nah that can't scale or that ain't it's not gonna be good long term or it's easy to knock that off right 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 so if you have an idea right now for a business um now is the time to start thinking about the business before the business is actually started or if you already started and it's still in the beginning you need to be thinking about, okay, what does this look like five years down the line, 10 years down the line? Mm-hmm. What, is it, what does it look like? You know, if, if you have a lawn care business, five, 10 years, is it still you cutting the yards? Is that right? Is that still going to be just you cutting the yards? If that's the case, are you going to be able to make enough money to afford the lifestyle if mm-hmm. it's just you and you don't have any other employees? Well, no, it needs to be more than me. Okay, so what does that look like? And then that starts knocking down dominoes. How much more equipment do you need? How much would mm-hmm. you have to pay your other employees? You know, uh, what kind of system can you utilize to make sure that the yards look identical um, every time they're cut, even when you're not there? You can kind of start thinking through some of those things, and um, it helps a lot versus you know, um, when you already in it and, and, and now it's not necessarily too late, but it's tough. Cause now you got to try to turn this the ship. Can you make your business into a lifestyle? Right. Because a lot of time that's really what it's going to take because like you, you're a creator, like that's your lifestyle. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. To where, um, you don't have to think about it. You just create automatically. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I teaching is my business. I'm trying. Like, that's what I do. Yeah, I teach. I've been doing it. Yeah. So I don't have to. I don't have to think. 
You know what I'm saying? I'm automatic with it. Right, right. And something has to become your lifestyle because that's the only way that I see. You might see it differently, but that's the only way I see you're going to survive droughts. Yeah. um, And hard times. Tristan Walker from uh, Bevel. um, The Bevel, I'm not even just, it's not even just razors or anything. I want to say it's it's a beauty um, company mm-hmm. uh, for uh, for black black people people of color. Um, he says, "Do the thing that you fundamentally believe that you are the best person in the world to do. When you have uh, where you have a unique proposition, given your story to solve the problem." I thought that was a fire quote um, because it's exactly what you're saying right now. Mm-hmm. Like, can is this something that that is part of you? Do you do, do you see yourself uh, living this? Because to be an entrepreneur, you're going to have to. You're going mm-hmm. to gonna have to live, live it. it. Yeah. <laughs> um, here's one good idea that I took. Look at what people tell you. Because people give you feedback all the time. Yeah. And people were telling me all the time, bro, you good with numbers, you good with money. Like, bro, you need to do something with that. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. people were telling me all the time, like, yeah. bro, you know how to you know how to take a complex subject and break it down to where like I can understand it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, you told me that when I was doing your taxes. You like other people tell me that when I teach them about insurance, when I teach them about this, when I teach them about that. So you might want to listen to what other people are already saying. Yeah, it's and that's, this all goes. A successful business is created before there mm-hmm. is a business, right? Because if I jump out, I'm gonna start a hair salon. You can get money in there, man. <laughs> right, I'm gonna get right, these bundles right, jumping. Right, I'm right, right. And and the thing you know too is like, like, nah. When it comes to business, it is something it took me a while to understand. Um, I still don't like it. I probably never like it, but I respect it and I follow it. It's not about bit. A successful business is not about you. It's about the customer. Mm-hmm. And the reason I say I don't like that, because as a creative, you have a vision. You have an idea. You're so excited about a thing and you want to give it to the people. You know what I'm saying? But that people might not ask for this. People might not understand it or want mm-hmm. it. You did that for you. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So a good business starts where it's something um that you do well, like you said, but then there's also a need or a desire, whether they know it or not, for the thing that you're providing. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And so, again, with a business is created before there is a business, are there any gaps? Are there any holes? Are there is there anything missing? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, surrounding that space uh, where you do things well. So with us, with us creating the the podcast. Um, Nobody with any sense can deny there is a lack of uh, curated and contextualized financial education slash entertainment for people of color. Nobody. Nobody with any sense can deny that that that's lacking. Right. So um, this was our attempt to uh, something that we do. We do well. And that there's a need for at the mm-hmm. same time. Yeah. Um, market. What you're saying is market uh, analyzing. Yeah. Market analyzation, market yeah. research. Yeah. Dope. Number two, learn how to turn bad luck into good luck. Mm. Learn how to turn bad luck 
into good luck. Well, I, what I will say about bad luck is bad luck carries lessons. And if you learn from that lesson, there are ways you can profit from it. Yeah. So, like, if you have a client and you lose a client for a reason, mm-hmm. you can gain 10 more clients off the reason why you lost that one Boom, client. Yeah. Yeah. Because if you fix that issue, the there are more people with that same issue. Right, 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 right. So, right. if you can fix that, yeah, you look at one that's mm-hmm. left, but if you correct that, you can possibly even get that one back but you can also scale up because you just solved another problem right 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 and as an entrepreneur you know it's inevitable that's one thing that i that i've learned um it's inevitable bad luck hard times you know taking ill industry changes bro. industry changes it's it's inevitable and sometimes it has nothing to do with you right. you could have did everything right you could have did everything perfect and it still went bad and I understand it's a blow it may hurt it may feel like you know um I would keep it all the way G bro like it was times where I would be like God do you just want me to be broke like is that you know I I would be like God you just want me to rob don't you (laughs) that's what you're saying you just want you just want me to be a stick up kid (laughs) you know what I'm saying like you know, you read the Bible and you 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 see all of these. You know, uh, please Lord, don't let me go to jail tonight. <laughs> you know what I'm People they serve yeah. me, but they still scrapping. I'm like, yo, is this? Um, but you know, it happened. It happened to everybody. It's just what you're gonna do. Mm-hmm. Um, because if you keep going, you know, it's the the win is pretty much inevitable. Um, dope mm-hmm. story. Then I move to the next point. Um. Ryan Leslie, you know, you, you may know him, you may not, mm-hmm. you don't have I to. I know Ryan you know, Leslie. Yeah. So, an artist, anyway, long story short, long time ago, he, uh, uh, a laptop was stolen from him, mm-hmm. and um, he put up, like, a million dollars for somebody that can bring my laptop back, you know. Um, laptop was very important to him. Uh, somebody brought the laptop back. He did not get a person a million dollars. I don't know the details of why he didn't or what, I don't know. But anyway, the person sued him. You know what I'm saying? Uh, for not giving him the million dollars he said he was going to give him. In in New York, he lost a suit. He lost a suit. Uh, had to get a person a million dollars. He said then um, the, um, the, I don't know if it was the New York Financial Commission or the, the Treasury. I don't know who. Somebody froze his assets. Mm-hmm. Uh, froze, I believe he said, $2.5 million worth of assets. Um and it was terrible. You know what I'm saying? It was it was terrible. He said that after all this happened, New York Times, I think, uh, did a story about mm-hmm. him, him being a weasel, all this kind of stuff. So he was in the news. He said somebody uh tweeted him about, you know, his assets being frozen. He said, he said, uh, the tweet said, You should look into Bitcoin. He'd never heard of it before. This was, I believe he said 2013 or something like that. He had never heard of it. And he started looking into Bitcoin. And because of where he was emotionally and financially, Bitcoin was God basically sent that tweet to him. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and he was like, let's go. And he started, he jumped into Bitcoin and hasn't looked back since then. 
right? Perfect example of turning mm-hmm. bad luck. What came up too? <laughs> I heard I was listening to that on Breakfast Club. They yeah. said it on the Breakfast Club. Yeah, right? bad luck. What came up? Came up, 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 up into good luck. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> now at that time. Having 2.7 million of your ass, that's terrible. Nobody wants that, bro. Please, God, no. Nobody Some things wants I don't want to go through. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? God said, hey, man, I got a lesson for you. It's going to cost you 2.7, but it's going to be worth Nah, I got 2.7. I, I, I just stick with 2.7. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's good enough. I don't need the lesson. You know right. what I'm saying? But now that lesson can, that, that lesson can get him to bees. No mm-hmm. cap. Bitcoin, we, 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 we believe where it's going. So, I just thought it was a dope story because it's real. It happens to us every day if we do it right. Yeah, tenacity, bro. Like, who gonna keep going? Yep. Right? Yep. Um, that really separated because you really don't lose until you stop. Because it's companies that take losses all the time. I mean, even if you watch Shark Tank, they'll ask you if it's profitable right now or not. And a lot of times they'd be on there and be like, no, we're not profitable yet, but we project to be profitable such and such. That means they're taking losses right now. For sure. So, um, you know, you can always turn that loss into a positive. It's just, are you going to keep going long enough to do it? That's the question. That's the question. That's the question. And that within itself goes into how you're building the business, mm-hmm. right? Uh, not being over leveraged too soon in the business, mm-hmm. giving yourself um, room, room to, to grow, run, mm-hmm. room to grow, and then also not pigeonholing yourself to um, hustling, right? We talked <laughs> about uh, episode. We did an episode about the wire, talking mm-hmm. about barrier to entry, mm-hmm. and you know. Uh, it's companies that raise capital so they can take L's. Mm-hmm. They raise a million dollars so they can spend a million dollars in order to work to profitability. Right. Right. So it's like we have to open our minds to not just, well, I only got the money that I made, you know, and if I ain't make the money, I ain't got the money. So my business is over. Not necessarily. Every entrepreneur is different in every uh, Yeah, Ross got a book to say the art of taking the L. Yeah, Rick Ross got a book like that. Yeah, a new book out like the art of taking it. It's hell. real, bro. Yeah. It's the only. It's the only way to get there. Anything that I do from now on, if I find success, when I find success in it, as I continue to find success in it, it's because of the ills I took before. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I was uh, talking about how, bro, we was on YouTube. We was dropping videos on YouTube. We had a DSLR camera. I remember I saw it. The first time I saw it was in that Young Money, uh, Cash Money video with all of them in there. It was all Bed of Rock. Bed Rock, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was Bed Rock. And one and the camera guy mm-hmm. was in the video. They had the camera they was shooting a, the video being shot. The, yeah. And the dude was 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 filming with this handheld mm-hmm. camera. And I'm like, what is that? Like, how can mm-hmm. he film? Because this is back when boys had the camera on their shoulder. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, one of them. Like, like Channel 11. Yeah, nigga. like Radio Raheem. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And I'm like, what is that boy shooting with? DSLR camera. You know what I'm talking about? Man, we had a DSLR camera, bro. And um, what, had it had it popping, dropping videos on YouTube. This, tw- this, tw- this 2010. 
Nothing. You drop a video, 50,000 views, 70,000 views. It was nothing. This early YouTube, I had never heard of the phrase emerging technology. I was just like, we got a song. We want people to hear it. And a video is what you're supposed to make. We made it. We put it on there. That's it. That's where it stopped. No concept of content creation, digital marketing, um, the fact that we were early adopters into this technology. No idea, bro. You know what I'm saying? Those days of YouTube are long gone. You know what I mean? <laughs> right? So any, so I tell you right now, podcasting, early. Early, mm-hmm. early. Super Me and Jay early. talk about it off mic all the time. Early, early, early. Podcasting is early. You know what I'm saying? But you know what? Once Literacy Kings is a, it, you know, we got a million listeners and sponsorship. It's because of that L from YouTube mm-hmm. of why I knew what this was mm-hmm. and why we wasn't finna stop or get off the gas. Because mm-hmm. I know I've seen it before and I missed the boat. But what you always say, it's gonna come right back around. Cycle. It's gonna mm-hmm. come right back around. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Number three, know the difference between your job and your work. Mm, mama. Well, a job, it's different. It's a lot of differences between them, but mm-hmm. I would say your work, you don't have to be paid for. Mm-hmm. Um, a, a lot of entrepreneurs work for free long before they receive any financial benefits from what they do. Right. But your job, you expect to be paid. By Friday. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Yep. My check have my check there. Yep. I'm raising H E double hockey sticks. <laughs> yeah. I'm raising hell. Yeah. If you ain't got my check. <laughs> yeah. Whereas I look at me doing taxes, bro. I don't eat till May, June, maybe. Yeah. Even when I've having imagine having fifteen people on your payroll, they expect their money. Yeah, because that's their job. Every two weeks, mm-hmm. they expect their money. Yeah, that's their job. So you constantly making payroll, 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 payroll. You know, it's a lot of two weeks from December, the end of December, <laughs> yeah. all the way to May. It's yeah. a six months worth of two weeks, two right, weeks, two right. weeks, two weeks, two weeks. So all these cycles in there, I'm dishing out thousands, yeah. thousands, thousands. Yeah. And I don't eat to the end. Mm. And the reason why I didn't eat to the end is because I want to, number one, make sure I caught payroll. Yeah. Because they actually worked. And then I wanted to see how much I had after I caught all of these expenses. Mm. And most of the time, I always had more after Mm. I paid them first. Mm, So I never ate for about six months. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Whereas an employee, a job. No, that's my job. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I got to do this. Woo, woo, Mm -hmm. woo. It's a whole different mindset. And this is why I like this book and I'm excited about this season because it's so it's like me and my wife have been together a long, long, long time. Um and when we talk to couples about relationships, it's like, yeah, the good stuff, that's cool. I, I don't really too much care about that. <laughs> it's the bad stuff that's gonna break you up. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, the good stuff, you ain't got no problem with the stuff you like. What don't you like? You know what I'm saying? Talk to a couple once. Talk to uh, the homie one time, talking about being so in love. Whoop, whoop. I say, how y'all fight? How y'all argue? You know what I'm saying? Oh, nah, we ain't never had no fight, no argument. Boy, you don't know that girl. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, right? What I'm saying is when it comes to the, the entrepreneur, understanding the stuff that we're saying right now is not it's not even negative. It's just very important to know for the longevity. Hmm? Me saying you want a six figure business six weeks? That sounds <laughs> great. You know what I'm saying? But the practicality is it's gonna be six months. Right. Like you saying, before you might mm-hmm. get your cut. That's the practicality, but that's okay. Mm-hmm. That does not mean you cannot have a six figure business. That ain't what that means. You had mm-hmm. you your tax office. Um, I did um, six figures. Did six figures. Mm-hmm. So that's not the that's not the thing. So it's just the misinformation that it happens in six weeks. My so mind. <laughs> by the sixth week, you thinking you a failure. What happened to me? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you thinking the count off. And it's yeah. like, no, your information is capped. You know what right. I'm saying? That's like, what it was. You know, it's like what I tell young rappers, you know what I'm saying? Like, when you touring, don't don't let these Instagram rappers that's lying to you get you confused. <laughs> your goal as an indie rapper, if you really an indie rapper, boys be capping. If you really an independent rapper, your goal is to not lose money. If you didn't lose money, as Jay would say, that's good. That's good. That's good. <laughs> if you didn't lose money, you're trying to make money, you tripping. That's not the game in the beginning. You know what I'm saying? If, if we're talking about, if we're really talking about financial calculations, right. you know what I'm saying? In, income and expenses. If we bust it down, like the profit and loss. <laughs> yeah. You're right. So it's like, you know, a lot of times, you know, we quit because we're trying to get to it quick. I need it. I need it quick. I need it fast. I need it now. JG Wentworth. Yeah. It's my money, and I need it now. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And it's like, nah, that, that's that's not how it go. And, it, and you know, the faster we understand that, the faster we realize, like, nah, you on track. You know what I'm saying? You're not doing no tripping. You're on track. Uh, number four, success reveals your failures. Oh my God! Listen, when I was hitting for six figures in the tax office. <clears throat> It exposed how dumb I was. <laughs> I'm dead. I'm dead serious about this one. Yeah. Like, I didn't have no succession plan. Mm-hmm. I didn't have no plan for success. Yeah. I didn't. You know, because you know what the plan was? Get this money. Get this money. And, and that's it. Period, as the city yeah. girls would say. It's nothing yeah. to say after that. Yeah. And that's how Mary had a little lamb. All I wanted <laughs> to do was get this bag. This money. Yeah, man. Listen, man. Not having a plan, I have you standing on top of these couches in the club. <laughs> you get a bottle. You uh, get a bottle. Everybody get a bottle. It's just money, man. Listen, buying bins, keeping them for a little while, taking it back. Yeah, yeah. It'll have you just running through the bag, and because yeah. I had no real plan, I had no contingency. Like I know how to get it, but I can't really keep it. It exposed my hand. Mm-hmm. It really did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I had to go through that because now I ain't making six figures out of that trap no more, but I'm keeping more of the figures that I'm making than I kept when I was making six figures. Bro, re- people that's really <laughs> getting money are going to tell you it's not about how much you make. It's about, it's how, much about how much you keep. Mm-hmm. If they really getting money, they're going to tell you. You say, that. I'm trying to make my new money die old age. Say, man. Word to Lil Wayne. Say, man. Uh, <laughs> hey, 
uh, Warren Buffett a billionaire. You know we're going to talk about the oracles at some point in time. Mm-hmm. It's a documentary. Go watch that Warren Buffett documentary. That boy pulled up at, at uh, McDonald's. Uh, McDonald's. <laughs> Paid them boys 237 exact change, Jack. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Exact change. And not a penny more. <laughs> <laughs> you think Warren Buffett just throw $20 in there and drive off? Nah. Sir. He says, I have my wife prep. Yeah, my vehicle with yeah. two dollars and thirty six cents every morning because I know exactly how much it is. <laughs> That's how you get there. Yeah, That's, we was just talking off off mic about mm-hmm. uh, I was getting ready to um, I do these different influencer stuff, influence influencer posts. As you know, uh, it's like a form of um, income. I wouldn't say it's passive income, but it's additional income because I got to do stuff. Uh, but and then they'll pay you. You know, you got so many followers, they'll pay you to do different things or whatever. So sometimes they'll do it on these like prepaid cards and different stuff like that. Anyway, it's a fee attached to the card. And I was telling Jay, uh, I looked and I said, oh, this is a dollar fifty fee. Now is a dollar fifty gonna kill me? No. But I thought about Warren Buffett and that two dollars and thirty eight cents. I said, no, nah, I'm just gonna go wait till I gotta go to the store, buy some, and get cash back for no fee. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like it's simple. Mm-hmm. It's simple, but it's a mindset because when you are not training your mind like that like you say when you do get the bread it'll have you standing on top of them couches man mm-hmm. yeah acting a fool in club roxy <laughs> no, <I'm like. laughs> look number five the process is more important than the goal oh amen goes there word to nip the marathon continues a man goes <laughs> there okay richest man in babylon mm-hmm. a he got the bag. Let's rob that boy. Mm-hmm. He said, whoa, whoa, whoa. If we rob him, we get we the bag. We eat one time. We eat one time. Let's mm-hmm. figure out how he got the bag. Mm-hmm. Right? The process is more important than the goal. Right? I want to get money. I'm about to find a way to get money. Well, if you just find a, a problem and present a solution, or if you find something you're good at that you can offer and people who need it, right? The prop that the product will be a payment for services, payment for goods, right? So the point is, if you get the process down, the goal happens. You know what I'm saying? The goal will happen. But if you never get to, if you never get a process and your goal is just a million, so you rob a bank, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Good luck with that. Well, you know, King, sometimes people think that the pill is better than the pipeline. Mm, Yeah. It's because the pill comes quicker. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> the pipeline takes longer to build. Yeah, and might it might be a while before water even go through it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's much easier to grab me a few pills, bro. Mm-hmm. Let me hit these licks. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, I know because I used to think like that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> if I hit enough pills, man, I yeah. got a pipeline. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah. but no, I realize you need take your time. And do the process the right way and go go longer. If it takes longer without you getting that um gratification, yeah, then as long as you know that it's gonna lead to it eventually, you should be straight. So don't skip the process, bro, because that's what all the lessons are exactly. that's gonna keep you going in case you wanna apply this to it in a, a new industry. It's the process that you need. There you go. And you, and you, that's good. The new industry is good. And then you ask yourself at the beginning, why are you doing it truly? Right. It's not capped to say, oh, it's not about the money. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's not, it's not capped to say that. Right. Even if you are doing it for the money, right. Like Jay say, 
industry changes, right? Mm -hmm. The industry industry changes, things change. So you have to understand a process, right? Mm -hmm. And you, you have to understand a system. So when you ask yourself in the beginning, why am I doing this in the first place? What's the goal, right? When you do that, then it'll help slow down um, the that that need to get to it right here, right now, right? Because if you're building a business and you don't have a process behind it and you get to the bread, when you try to go to the next level, you don't even know how you got to where you got to. Mm -hmm. It was just dumb luck. So you Mm -hmm. hoping you just keep getting lucky now. How do you pass that down to your children? How do you teach that? You How do you formula. scale it? How do you train employees? How do you create SOPs, standard operating procedures based right. on that? You see what I'm saying? You can't base it off of dumb luck. So Yeah, you can't teach uh you can't teach lightning strikes. No. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> lightning so just struck. If you want a real <laughs> scalable business, if you want something that can actually last, outlast you, then you have to have a process to mm-hmm. it. Uh, number six, the best answers are found in your heart, not your head. The best answers are found in your heart, not your head. Listen, sometimes your heart is going to tell you something that don't make sense in your head. Yeah. And you're going to have to ask yourself. I mean, this is literally, this is biblical. Yeah. You don't have to ask yourself, which one are you going to follow? Yeah. Um... Think about what I'm going through right now. This uh, process of um, acquiring this other property, right? My head is telling me, Jay, hell no. Yeah, <laughs> like, enough pull, is enough. Enough is enough. Pull yeah. out, bro. Go on, take your resources somewhere else. You know what I'm saying? Abort mission. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But my heart is like, nah. You need that. That's a part of your um, overall mission. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. you need that, and it might not look good right now, but you got the your heart. If your heart know you doing it for the right reason, right? And you 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 have to be you ha- you want to stay down, right? Like stay down for the come up. Stay down for the come up. So if you do something, you know, if you're doing something based off your head, meaning, oh, on paper this looks right. You know what I'm saying? Oh, this is trending right now. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know, this plus that equals this. Therefore, I need to do that. Right? The second that math stop adding up, <laughs> right? The second that trend starts to turn and it was a fad, you know what I'm saying? Now, you've lost your energy, your drive, your pet. You've lost it because it was based off of calculated head knowledge, mm-hmm. right? Our heart for financial literacy Never, it, it will never die. Right, never. right. Like it will never. We were doing this years before literacy came, and we'll be doing it until we can't no more. Right. We'll be doing it until we leave. So that that's some that's our heart. That's not our head. Matter of fact, our head will tell us trying to build a substantial financial financial literacy program uh, that serves um, low income. People of color is not a good business. Correct. Decision. Actually, it's not a it's, good model. It's not. A good, <laughs> it's not a good model because statistics would say mm-hmm. they are less likely to be investors and mm-hmm. also less likely to seek financial information, let alone pay for it. Correct. So we want, especially in this age of free ninety three. Right. So 
our head would probably say that's not a sustainable um, mm-hmm. business, mm-hmm. right? But our heart knows better. Like we know that there is a sustainable business because we're products of it. Right. You yeah. know what I'm saying? We're products of it. So, you know, it's a it's a big difference. Number seven, the scope of the mission determines the product. The scope of the mission determines the product. Yeah, you don't need every everything doesn't fit every situation. So let's I'll give you a military example. If you're gonna run into houses, you don't need a sniper rifle. Right, right, right. You need right. something quick and shoes rapidly. Right. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. that you can maneuver with. Right. You right. can't do that with a 30 out 6 sniper rifle. You right. can't. Like it's long range, it's long and you with a sniper rifle, you're not meant to keep to pack it up and run and shoot. Right, right. It's meant right. to be stationary. Right. The scope of the mission determines the product and like that determines what you need and what is going to be produced out of what you need. Exactly. That's good. That's good. That's good. And that's going to help. That's going to help as you're developing because if you're an entrepreneur, um, uh, whether you have a product or not, you know um, that it's tough to drown out all of the noise sometimes, Mm -hmm. right? Whether that's, oh, you should be going this way or you should be doing it like that or you shouldn't be doing it or whatever. And so you could end up with all different kind of ideas that lead to products or services that are not necessarily for you. Mm-hmm. So if you're keeping in mind, hey, what am I trying to do? What is my goal? Regardless to what else, else is going on, right? Then it helps with that. That's why Literacy Kings don't got no OnlyFans. Because <laughs> the scope of our mission does not does not lend to uh-huh. that as a product. <laughs> You know, right? Everybody is popping. Everybody got one. Hey, 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 you know what hey, I'm saying? Hey, All these these hey, influencers putting up six figures on that OF too, man. You know what I'm hey, saying? Hey, hey. They posting screenshots. It's rappers in Houston with OnlyFans. Come on, you know man. what I'm saying? You feel me? But the scope of our mission right. does not uh, lead us to that type of product, man. Right. All right, number eight. Design a business that can do something that no other business can do. Design a business. This is when you find your niche. Like, this is when market, when analyzing the market helps. Yeah. And I will tell you this. This is very important because even if you buy a franchise, your franchise can be unique to other franchises. Mm-hmm. So, even inside the franchise, the out, the basics might look the same, but it could be things about your franchise is different. Like, I had a tax franchise, so, you know, what made me stand out, and I'm listening to what my um, clients would say, is the level of education they got in my office. Mm-hmm. Even you said it. Yeah, all the time. And the availability of me because mm. most people will blow the building out the tax season <laughs> and you can't yeah. find them boys they yeah. done scratched off with all the loot yeah you say them questions for next tax season yeah, yeah. man I see you when I see you yeah 
but I was always available and I would always, then I start telling them in advance things they need to do. You, you taught uh. me taxes so well. <laughs> Look, one of the problems in my marriage early on first year was that was a financial problem. The problem was my wife was a, uh, that costs thirty dollars and sixty eight cents. We have nine hundred and twenty three dollars uh, and thirty eight cents in our account. Type of person, I was. Mm, it should be straight. <laughs> that, that's where my math started and stopped. I went. I worked. I knew. You know what I'm saying. I wasn't uh, balling out. We should have enough money, right? I went from that to you taught me. Uh, finances so well I was able to do my own taxes you know what I'm saying like so when you talk about the level of that it's impeccable <laughs> it really is thank you brother yes yeah, no so even even if you're in a market because because we're from communities of color and a lot of times our businesses are already saturated yes like everybody baking right now everybody um Everybody cooking, everybody doing food, everybody mm. doing it. Uh, um, uh, uh, waxing and and eyelashes. Come and, on, uh, you know whatever the esthetician or whatever it's called or yeah. something like that. Yeah, yeah. So everybody doing t-shirts, everybody doing it. So shout out to you for doing your thing, but I would suggest finding something that creates separation. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's good. That's good. Because, and it all goes back to finding a problem. What's the problem with everyone else? Yeah, yeah. And solve the problem. I saw what was going on because people would come to my office and ask me, can I do I can I contact this other franchise? Mm, Cause yeah. they thinking that it's the same, same. thing. Yeah, because they just see the name. Yeah. Like, oh, so okay. that's when I was like, you know what? That's how you corner the market. Bro, and with within that designer business that you could do something that no other business can do, um you may hear that in business terms as like your um, competitive advantage. Competitive advantage, mm-hmm. your uh, unique uh, proposition mm-hmm. or your um, um, the white hot space mm-hmm. you know what I mean um, um, you know it's that place where you you're doing a thing that, that nobody else is doing and even if you are uh, even if you come into a space like you say and it's already somebody that's number one then your unique um, propos- uh, proposition is being the best number two you know what I'm saying? Like they're the best number one. We're the best number two. And so it's a space for being the best number mm-hmm. two. You know what I mean? And depending on what that means or what that looks like, you know, in a, in a, a large, uh, industry, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So ask yourself, what's wrong with number one? Right. And exactly. solve that problem. Exactly. If number one is number one, everybody going to number one. So you might have what better customer service. We ain't mm-hmm. got as many people, yeah. you know what I'm Walmart saying? Walmart versus target. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You feel me? So it's gonna it's gonna be a space, and so you just have to find what makes yourself different. Us as um, you know, uh, financial with financial literacy um, and financial education. Um, one of our we feel one of our unique propositions is you no, know, just 
the the genuineness. Yeah, we're not cap. Yeah, like the genuine. I knew you was gonna say that, you know so I, mean? I was waiting for to say that. We we not cap. Yeah, like we don't try to sell you no dream. We just educate you, bro. It's just educa- you can go from there. We genuinely <laughs> believe. We believe that if we provide valuable inf- and honest information, that we can um, build a community and a sustainable um, business model based off of that that will produce longevity mm-hmm. that's what we believe we believe that if you really live in your raps mm-hmm. if we really live in these raps we don't have to uh hit our listeners over the head because we should really be apl- uh deploying financial tactics with right. our money right <laughs> <laughs> yeah i really don't have to charge you for everything and and put a bunch of ads in this and all that because you should be getting revenue from somewhere else exactly <laughs> but if this is all i sell and it's the only asset i have oh it's gonna be 10 sponsorships in the next episode <laughs> it's uh from seagram's gin yeah i drink it and they pay me for it <laughs> yeah so nah man um um find your thing like it and, and, and it's there you just have to look for it like it's there and ask your customers what do they like about you because chances are they had a chance to go to another competitor so ask them why they chose you and they'll help you with that like that's the best research the best research i ever got is from uh clients that i already have you know what i'm saying so um just tell them that and then you play on your strengths right they say oh yeah this is what i like about this this will make you different this will... and then you just uh blow that up i love it i love it all right that was number eight um we're gonna move to number nine don't fight for the bargain basement <laughs> what pimp say <laughs> that's how dealers get popped trying, trying to, to get, get the, the cheaper price, price. <laughs> listen yeah. um uh, you don't want to race to zero. Like right. They say. Race to the bottom. Race to the bottom. Don't do it. I, I had to learn this because I always wanted to. Because in the streets, I learned how to undercut people. Right, right, right. Yeah, right. you know, uh, you know, $5 and you mm-hmm. Nick, Nick sack your way to the top. Yeah. And then, like, you learn how to undercut people. Man, that boy got a big old thing for 20. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Hey. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And then you see it, and then it's just like you teach your undercut, 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 undercut. Undercut is not always good, especially when I got to um, business school. I learned this. Yeah. Um, They had a, um, and I'm going to drop this lesson. Please join the Patreon. <laughs> but um, there's a scale. Mm-hmm. There's, it's a marketing scale. And like, where do you want to position your business? Mm-hmm. Do you want it to be the low cost and affordable option, or do you want to be the high quality but more pricey? Mm-hmm. And there's a scale; it's like a slope, mm. and you pick where on it you want to be. Mm. So when it comes to pricing, and when it comes to um, your pricing and your product got to match the quality of your product and the pricing, it has to match it. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. as the scale lowers, then you know it's lower quality but cheaper product. Mm-hmm. So it's literally like a slope, right? right yeah. Right, so right, right, look right. at look for that in Patreon or uh, Literacy King University, and I'll be dropping a lesson on that as well. One of nice. my MBA lessons. But yeah, you have to choose that. You have to yeah. choose where you want to be. Like I seen 
uh, both ends of the scale. My cousin, high price. Everything, she overcharging. Yeah, yeah. boutique. See, see, taxing boys. Yeah. yeah, You know what I'm saying? And it, a lot of it is cap. A lot of it is, yeah. so, but I weren't, her formula still works because she just needs a little bit of it to work. Mm-hmm. And a lot of it is presentation. Yeah, 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 yeah. Whereas, I'm getting straight to it. I'm giving it to you raw. It ain't going to be in no good package. Right. Look, man, get this. It's still in right. the plastic. <laughs> right, right, You know what right, I'm saying? Right, I ain't right. got no pretty vials. I ain't got no stamp right, on it. Right. I ain't got none of that. It's in the wrapper. Right, Do right. you want it or don't you? Right, right, right. Now, you're going to fall out when you hit it. <laughs> but I'm telling you now, it just ain't yeah. packaged good. <laughs> yeah. So, that's why I'm like, yeah, you got to pick how you want to be and how you're going to market it. But it matters, bro. Because yeah. people think that if stuff is... um cheaper that is not as good yeah yeah so because you got to think about consumer psychology yeah definitely definitely definitely. yeah that's good that's good and and because you know you when it comes to uh when it comes to when you say don't fight uh for the bargain basement you also a thing is um customer loyalty Mm -hmm. you know if you're if you're if you're just trying to get the cheapest um sell it for the cheapest price you're not trying to build a loyal customer. You're just looking for a customer that's trying to get the cheapest product. A quick lick. Just a quick lick. And normally those people are not loyal. They, that's normally not. They just look, they're just looking for just that. Whoever was, got who it. Who got it the cheapest. And as soon as somebody undercuts you, you out of there. Exactly. You know what I mean? So that's when you go and you hit that shop, shop, uh, uh, sort from lowest to highest. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and shop that way. You feel me? And you got to ask yourself with the product that you're building, you know, um, is that what you want? You know, mm-hmm. do you want just the, the, the cheapest customer and do you want to play that game forever? Um, all right. Number 10. Last but not least, know when to quit. Exit strategy. Know <laughs> when Listen, to quit. it ain't nothing like having a business that wear you down. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. To where you don't know how to get out. You don't know how to make it stop. Make mm-hmm. it go away. Mm-hmm. And I've had a business before where I just wanted to go away. Mm-hmm. Where mm-hmm. I literally just stopped. Yeah. Yeah. I ain't yeah. doing that more, man. Right? People come. Nah, man. I ain't doing that more. Yeah. 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 That's good. That's good. Because I didn't have a true succession plan. And uh, a lot of times you got to think, how do you want it to end? Because you want to end it gracefully. Are you, do you want to build it up to where you can sell it? Mm-hmm. Or do you want to, because it might be certain pieces of your business that you do really well and somebody could buy that part of your system. Right, right, right. You know what I'm saying? And Or you merge it with somebody else and do it bigger. Uh, like there's always uh, different exit strategies. Right, right, right. You know That's what I'm good. saying? So you got to think about your succession plan. If you're, especially if you're a nonprofit and you got to give your assets to the next nonprofit if mm-hmm. you stop. Like you got to think about the exit strategy. Yeah, a lot of times. And and knowing that uh, just because you quit a business or you end a business, that doesn't mean that you're uh, done being an entrepreneur or you'll never have another business. You know, uh, that just means that you're move. You're taking what you learn from that one. If you still would like to be an entrepreneur, you're taking what you learn from that, and then you roll it into the next one. You apply it to the next one. Whether a company you know quits or gets bought out or goes under or whatever, um, that doesn't that doesn't define who that company is or what it is. So you may have had to quit on some businesses, and now as you go through this season, you may think about. I mean, you know what? I shouldn't have quit on that business based off of what I know now. 
it was it was way too early i didn't apply x y and z or you quit on the business and maybe you feel bad about it maybe you thought oh i guess i'm not an entrepreneur since i quit and you know through the book you will see that's not the case at all um, most entrepreneurs shout out to the colonel you know we talk about colonel, colonel sanders, sanders. Man, <laughs> most entrepreneurs he, he has so many businesses <laughs> you know what i'm saying uh, that he did and that didn't work you know what i mean before he found the one because it only takes one it only what, takes what Ross one. say you got to hit that one good jug. Say it and only one good jug, man. It and change take, your life. Change your life, man. So, uh, so that's the uh, overview, man. The ten things you could, could should consider before you quit your job. Over the next few weeks, we're gonna be busting down each mm. lesson per episode. Three point fives every episode. It's gonna be good. So please, if you're still listening to this point, you are family. I need you to go down and uh, hit that five star six if you can. Mm-hmm. Yeah, make sure that you leave a review. Uh, make sure that you share this with somebody that you feel uh, needed. And thank you, man. Thank you for rocking with us the whole time. We're excited about this season. Uh, if you're listening on Apple, make sure you um, hit that subscription. Because mm-hmm. if you subscribe, you're going to get the episodes first. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're listening on Spotify, make sure you answer the questions uh, and, and, and uh, participate in the poll. Mm-hmm. Becoming wanna... a part of the community. Yeah, yeah. we want to know from the people. We're here to serve you. Let us know what we're doing well, what we need work, uh, what we need work on, man. Uh, Jay, any last words? Um, Can anyone become an entrepreneur? Hmm. There's the question that was asked in the book. The answer is yes, with mm. a ch- with a change in philosophy. Mm. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Dope man. Well, listen. Until the next time, we are the Literacy Kings. Love. love. Fundament, fundament, fundament.